No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see where Ezekiel takes up a lamentation for Pharaoh and Egypt. Pharaoh will join the nations before him who go down to the pit. We hope you join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Ezekiel chapter 32 on Simply the Bible. Ezekiel spends four chapters talking about Egypt, giving God's proclamation of judgment against her. Now, why would God spend so much time on Egypt? Probably because Egypt was very important in the life of Israel and was also a world-dominating empire in her day. We continue in Ezekiel chapter 32. And it came to pass in the twelfth year, in the twelfth month, and on the first day of the month, the word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, take up a lamentation for Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and say to him, You are like a young lion among the nations, and you are like a monster in the seas, bursting forth in your rivers, troubling the waters with your feet, and fouling their rivers. Now the time was March 585 BC, two months after the news of Jerusalem's fall reached the captives in Babylon, including Ezekiel. God said to take up a lamentation for Pharaoh. Now, a lamentation was a funeral dirge that was usually delivered when one was buried, but God was so sure of the judgment coming upon Pharaoh that he gave Ezekiel the funeral song before Pharaoh died. God said that you are a young lion, and he also said you're like a monster in the seas. So Pharaoh thought of himself as a lion. The lion was revered in Egypt. The Sphinx, for example, had a lion's body. But God said, actually, you are like a monster in the seas. Now, some believe this referred to a mythical sea monster, but it's more likely that the Hebrew word referred to a crocodile, which was common in the Nile. So Pharaoh thought he was a lion. God says, no, really, you're a crocodile in the Nile. The crocodile would stir up the river waters with his feet. And in the same way, Pharaoh was constantly stirring up the waters among the surrounding nations. Thus says the Lord God, I will therefore spread my net over you with a company of many people and they will draw you up in my net. Then I will leave you on the land. I will cast you out on the open fields and cause to settle on you all the birds of the heavens and with you I will fill the beasts of the whole earth. I will lay your flesh on the mountains and fill the valleys with your carcass. Now, King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon was moving throughout the land and conquering nations, and he would soon conquer Egypt. Like a crocodile pulled up out of the water and left to die in the desert, so God would remove Pharaoh from his place of power and make him food for the birds and the beasts of the field. Pharaoh's army would be slain in the land. I will also water the land with the flow of your blood. Even to the mountains and the riverbeds will be full of you. When I put out your light, I will cover the heavens and make its stars dark. I will cover the sun with a cloud and the moon shall not give her light. All the bright lights of the heavens I will make dark over you and bring darkness upon your land, says the Lord God. 
Now, these judgments call to mind the plagues that God sent upon Egypt before the Exodus. But instead of the Nile being turned to blood, God would water the land and fill the dry riverbeds with the blood of the slain Egyptians. God would also bring darkness to Egypt as he did with Moses. And both these plagues of blood and darkness will come upon the world in the future during the Great Tribulation. I will also trouble the hearts of many peoples when I bring your destruction among the nations into the countries which you have not known. Yes, I will make many peoples astonished at you, and their kings shall be horribly afraid of you when I brandish my sword before them, and they shall tremble every moment, every man for his own life, in the day of your fall. And so the surrounding nations that had helped Egypt and trusted in her as an ally would be distraught when they saw her fall. Now, God speaks of his sword, but really it was the sword of King Nebuchadnezzar but he was God's instrument. For thus says the Lord God, the sword of the king of Babylon shall come upon you by the swords of the mighty warriors, all of them the most terrible of the nations. I will cause your multitude to fall. They shall plunder the pomp of Egypt and all its multitude shall be destroyed. Also, I will destroy all its animals from beside its great waters. The foot of man shall muddy them no more nor shall the hooves of animals muddy them. Then I will make their waters clear and make their rivers run like oil, says the Lord God. So the sword of Nebuchadnezzar would come upon them, and as a result, the people would be driven from the land. God said that he would lead the Egyptians away captive and scatter them. And so there would be nobody muddying up the Nile Anymore, Of course, they would use the Nile to irrigate the Delta region, and it was very fertile, but, but that required much stirring up of the waters as both the feet of men and animals were employed in that work. So then the rivers would run freely like oil. When I make the land of Egypt desolate and the country is destitute of all that once filled it, when I strike all who dwell in it, then they shall know that I am the Lord. This is the lamentation with which they shall lament her. The daughters of the nations shall lament her. They shall lament for her, for Egypt, and for all her multitude, says the Lord God. So Ezekiel is taking up this lamentation, this funeral dirge, but later it would be the nations that see Egypt fall that would take up the lamentation. Now, Such judgment is never expected. It always comes as a surprise. When it comes, people wonder how the world could change so quickly. I mean, just look at what happened to the world with COVID-19, how quickly things changed. Even so, the Egyptians would not know what hit them until God made their land desolate. And then they would know that I am the Lord. It came to pass also in the twelfth year, on the fifteenth day of the month, that the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, wail over the multitude of Egypt, and cast them down to the depths of the earth, her and her daughters of the famous nations, with those who go down to the pit. Whom do you surpass in beauty? Go down, be placed with the uncircumcised." Now here the month is not given, which is unusual for Ezekiel. So most scholars believe that it was in the same month as before. So March 
of 585 BC, but about two weeks later. God says to wail over the multitude of Egypt, those that were going to fall. Now, in the remainder of this chapter, God speaks of Egypt joining the other nations who have gone down to the pit or to the grave. This is written poetically. The point here is that death is the great leveler of humanity. There's no kings or commoners in hell. They shall fall in the midst of those slain by the sword. She is delivered to the sword, drawing her and all her multitudes. The strong among the mighty shall speak to him out of the midst of hell with those who help him. They have gone down. They lie with the uncircumcised slain by the sword. The idea here is that the strong nations that had perished before Pharaoh would say that he had been slain just like the rest of them. Assyria is there and all her company with their graves all around her, all of them slain, fallen by the sword. Her graves are set in the recesses of the pit and her company is all around her grave, all of them slain, fallen by the sword who caused terror in the land of the living. You know, we get so spooked by people in the world today, those that raise up their heads and seem to be so formidable, but they will all ultimately go to the same place. Now, Ezekiel imagines that hell or Sheol is linked by various rooms. Assyria is in the deep recesses of the pit. I believe Jesus gave a much better description of Sheol or Hades in Luke 16, where he told the story of Lazarus and the rich man. Now, Hades was divided into two sections, the place of torment, where the unrighteous would go, and the bosom of Abraham or paradise, where the faithful would go. Verse 24, there is Elam and all her multitude all around her grave, all of them slain, fallen by the sword, who have gone down uncircumcised to the lower parts of the earth, who caused their terror in the land of the living. Now they bear their shame with those who go down to the pit. They have set her bed in the midst of the slain, with all her multitude, with her graves all around it, all of them uncircumcised, slain by the sword, though their terror was caused in the land of the living. Yet they bear their shame with those who go down to the pit. It was put in the midst of the slain. Now, Elam was an ancient nation to the east of Babylon and was formally absorbed into the Assyrian Empire, but Elam regained power and later became a major part of the Persian Empire. There are Meshach and Tubal and all their multitudes with all their graves around it, all of them uncircumcised, slain by the sword, though they caused their terror in the land of the living. They do not lie with the mighty who are fallen of the uncircumcised, who have gone down to hell with their weapons of war. They have laid their swords upon their heads, but their iniquities will be on their bones because of the terror of the mighty in the land of the living. Yes, you shall be broken in the midst of the uncircumcised and lie with those slain by the sword. Uh, remember, Pharaoh was being judged because of his pride. He thought he was above all of these other nations. But God was saying, look, no, you're going to be just like the rest of them. Now, Meshach and Tubal were nations that occupied present day Turkey. There is Edom, her kings and all her princes, who despite their might are laid beside those slain by the sword. They shall lie with the uncircumcised and with those who go down to the pit. Edom, of course, were the descendants of Esau. 
There are the princes of the north, all of them, and all the Sidonians who have gone down with the slain in shame at the terror which they caused by their might. They lie uncircumcised with those slain by the sword and bear the shame with those who go down to the pit. Now you will notice here that Ezekiel repeats the word uncircumcised again and again. And the reason I believe is because Pharaoh was actually circumcised. The Egyptians believed in doing that, but it would make no difference in the end. They would just go down to the same pit as all of the uncircumcised nations before them. Verse 31, Pharaoh will see them and be comforted over all his multitude, Pharaoh and all his army slain by the sword. Thus says the Lord God, for I have caused my terror in the land of the living, and he shall be placed in the midst of the uncircumcised with those slain by the sword, Pharaoh and all his multitude, says the Lord God. Now Pharaoh would see all these fallen nations and have a perverted sense of comfort because He was not alone in his shame and humiliation. But in reality, there will be no comfort in hell. Remember that these things came upon Pharaoh because of his pride. And we must all beware of the sin of pride. The ultimate expression of pride is to rely upon oneself rather than God. And to be a lover of self and a lover of pleasure rather than a lover of God. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at office at calvarytv.org. To listen to previous episodes, check out our Simply the Bible podcast and please leave us a review. It helps a lot. Tomorrow we will return to the book of Job. In his reply to his friend Bildad, Job questions God. Why do you contend with me? Why did you create me only to destroy me? We hope you'll join us as we continue teaching through God's Word on Simply the Bible.